It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position by position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the draft dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Washington football team with the Locked On Washington football team podcast. I am David Harrison, Washington football team beat writer for SI.com's fan nation. He is Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medher show on the Team 980, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7. Eastern. That show also on the Odyssey app. This show also on the Odyssey app. On Twitter, you can find us at WrestleMania621, at DHarrison82, and at LockedWFTPod. Coming back to you after the Labor Day weekend. On today's show, we're going to talk about a lot of things, including Curtis Samuel's return, what it could have taken to trade for Matthew Stafford during the offseason. Then we've got a voicemail to wrap up the show. We, we, we love wrapping up these shows with voicemails from you guys love hearing from Washington football team fans this show free and on all platforms thanks to sponsors like our friends over at rockauto.com amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them locked on sent you chris after long awaiting everybody's been wondering everybody's been a little bit worried to be quite honest with you about what was going to happen ron rivera hasn't been worried at all and he's maintained this i'm not worried about it attitude and mantra curtis samuel finally practicing again with the Washington football team offense. Yeah. So, you know, Ron had said, and we had mentioned that Ron said this late last week, David, that Curtis was expected back on Monday and there he was in pads. And even though they don't have to put out an official injury designation or injury report and therefore a practice report. So we don't have, you know, whether he was full or limited or whatever, Uh, The fact that he was out there with his team uh, in the individual portions, and then Ron basically said he was limited. So I assume 
He'll be limited probably the rest of the week in terms of the official practice designation. Um, You know, look, that's positive. That's a step in the right direction. That's not a guarantee that he's going to play this Sunday. Uh, I, uh, you know, look, I I think it's still too early in the week to make any kind of declarative statement. Uh, We'll get to a gut feel on this a little bit later on, but I think it was a good thing that at least as of Monday afternoon, You know, Curtis made it through practice, didn't suffer a setback, talked to the media. Um, You know, they've been very slow and very patient. And it certainly sounds like, you know, Ron is convinced based on A, what Curtis Samuel is reporting and B, what the doctors are saying, you know, that this is more of a building up his endurance, Mm -hmm. building up his football shape, as opposed to anything to do with the original injury and what has kept him out, you know, all this time of practice. Remember that he, he, this is his, you know, we're now five days or so away from the season opener. And this was his first practice since late May with his teammates. So, I mean, this is obviously an important step. Uh, It's a good step. And barring a setback, um, you know, I, I think this is ideally what Ron Rivera had in mind, certainly next week. I know they originally uh, thought maybe they could get him in for that final preseason game. Obviously, that didn't happen. Uh, I never really thought that was going to happen. But this is, I think, a good day for the Washington football team. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and it's it just kind of speaks to the process, right? And, and I hate to steal something from the Philadelphia 76ers, especially when it hasn't really worked up to this point. But it's kind of, you have to trust the process, right? This team brought in a lot of weapons and they already had some good weapons, right? And, and, and Antonio Gibson, Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin, to name a few. And then they brought in even more, including an undrafted free agent, Jared Patterson, who, you know, I don't know what his regular season contributions are really going to look like, but I mean, just the fact that he's on the roster and has the potential of being effective. Samus Reyes, John Bates, you know what I mean? They, there's there's a lot of players on this team that look like they're primed and ready to go to make an impact on the team. Obviously, you're better when you put Curtis Samuel on the field, but you don't need – you're not you're not exactly – you're not anemic, you know what I mean, if you go out there without Curtis Samuel. It's not to necessarily undersell what Curtis brings to the field or potentially brings to the field, but it's to say that there are enough pieces on this offense that this team can still do some things – effectively as a unit while they continue to wait for Curtis Samuel. And I know that's what you know. Ron has been his He's coach Rivera has been preaching all off season, all camp, all preseason. We're not going to rush this. We're, we're and again, I kind of go back to the Ron's not worried about it. Like he's a, he's a young veteran, but he's a veteran. Ryan Fitzpatrick's a veteran. He knows how to incorporate new wide receivers. I kind of wrote uh, on SI.com about how many young receivers that Ryan Fitzpatrick has played with over the course of, of his career. He knows what it's like to get to know a new guy on the playing field. So, these guys know what they're doing. And, and really, at the end of the day, no fan's going to want to hear this, right? If the Washington football team loses to the Los Angeles Chargers, it's not just going to be because Curtis Samuel wasn't on the field. Like, obviously, there's a, there's a correlation there and, and perhaps like a domino effect type of deal and all that stuff. But there's going to be more than one reason a team loses a football game to another team, whether it's a fault of Washington's or Los Angeles just comes out and lights it up. But... No matter how, how they lose, if they lose, it's one loss. It's one loss. And the benefit this year is one loss out of 17. You've got 16 more tries to get it right. Mm-hmm. And you'd rather have Curtis Samuel for 14, 15 games than for one or two games and then lose him for the rest of the year. So you can't, it's the whole seeing the forest through the trees, right? You can't think so badly, man, we need to bring our best team out there for the Los Angeles Chargers to get that first win at home. Everybody wants it, man. Like everybody's salivating for it. 
but you can't do something reckless that's going to put the rest of your season in jeopardy in order to do it. What is your gut feel then as we sit here and record this, you know, again, Monday night, we still have a full practice week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And again, we'll get injury reports on those three days. What, what's your gut feel tell you about Curtis Samuel in terms of A, will he play and B, will he be heavily involved? If I had to put money on it today, I would bet that Curtis Samuel is not going to play on Sunday. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm thinking the opposite. I, I have my gut feel is, you know, barring a setback, of course, that he'll play, but play a limited role. I think there's a, a good chance of it, right? I, like I would put the odds at like 45, 55, 55 that he's not going to play only because, again, like the you don't have to win game. Like game one is never going to be a right. must win, right? And I think right. that Ron Rivera has kind of taken this steady and patient approach so much that you're not going to want to put Curtis Samuel out there unless you absolutely have zero doubt whatsoever that putting him out there alone. I mean, there's an inherent risk no matter what you do when you're playing football. But if if Ron Rivera and the, and the coaches have and the, and, the, and the medicals have any inclination that literally just putting him out there puts him at a greater risk because of his stage in rehab, I don't think they put him out there because you do have the other week, the extra week. You have, well, I would say an extra week because it's a short week, right? But you want to get Curtis Samuel experience with the system as you can, and then put your guys out there on the field who have experience in the system, have experience with Ryan Fitzpatrick. But like you said, if he does dress, because I mean, there was talks today about decoy use, right? If he does right. dress, and I think largely he's a decoy. And I think also, like you said, there's a, there's a snap count, right? There's a pitch count, you know, you know, kind of the kind of thing going on. So I think he's very close. I, I want to see that first and even second initial uh, injury report. Obviously, that's something that could change over over the the rest of the week. But if I had to put my money on today, I would put it on no, just because we've kind of heard Ron talk about him being close to coming back before, and then he doesn't come back because they are continuously erring on the side of caution. So that just kind of shows me that that's where their mindset is. Hmm, very interesting. All right. So we're kind of opposite uh, on that. I'm leaning yes, you're leaning no. Uh, we will see, obviously. Uh, as we go through the practice week, and we will keep you uh, up to date. Uh, when we return right here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast, David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. We will get into something Ron Rivera told Mike Silver of NFL Network and WashingtonFootball.com last week about the pursuit of Matthew Stafford. We'll chop that up next with you and us right here on LOWFT. Football is not almost back. Football is back. And this past weekend, we had a full slate of college football action. That was just insane. It was crazy off the chain. Minnesota almost upsetting Ohio State. If their running back doesn't get hurt, they probably pull off that upset. So all the eyes are turning back to the gridiron as football is underway. And betonline.ag is your number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. Get your updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest, and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at betonline.ag. Head over to the website, sign up today, and receive a 100% welcome bonus when you sign up using the promo code Locked On. Be sure you take advantage of their opening day super promo where you make a bet on Thursday's September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. If you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, whether it's football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. 
BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, along with David Harrison, I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Make sure you follow David on Twitter at dharrison82. You can follow me at WrestleMania621 and the podcast at LockedWFTPod. All right, so last week, Ron Rivera told Mike Silver, who is a very good friend of his, who is imported from NFL Network, still obviously at NFL Network, uh, and he's doing some feature work, did some sideline reporting that you guys may have seen on the preseason TV broadcast, and basically he will be the voice of Ron Rivera throughout the year, uh, but from a different prism and a different maybe effect than the day-to-day stuff. And they were talking, David, about the Matthew Stafford pursuit. And we knew the Washington football team was in. I was told, you know, they offered two first round picks. Some people said first and a third, all of that. We don't want to relitigate that. But the quote that I wanted to discuss with you and bring up was, quote, the notion of including a core player in the deal was a non-starter, end quote. I guess what I want from, what I wanted to ask you was, who do you think that core player that Detroit wanted was? Any guess? Any any hunch? Any suspicion? You have to ask for Chase Young if you're Detroit, right? Like like first phone call. We got to say, okay, listen, let, let's get a, let's get a list of names here: Terry McLaurin, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen. How many of those guys, if any, Kendall Fuller, maybe? How many of those guys, if any of them? are even on the board, like even in the conversation, forget giving them to us, but are they even in the conversation? And then if you're the Washington football team, I mean, I imagine Chase Young, Terry McLaurin minimum automatically, you're just like, like if one of those guys is involved, we might as well not even have this conversation. Neither of those guys can go. But then you look at what really has me intrigued about this conversation is what the Detroit Lions got. So they got first round picks in 2022 and 2023. So this year, like Washington football team in this instance, right, still gets Jamin Davis, but they don't have a first rounder next year. They don't have a first rounder in the, the year after. And then a third round pick in 2021. So maybe that's Deami Brown, I think. And then, and then quarterback Jared Goff. And I think, Chris, this is where my opinion of this conversation is going to get skewed because I have never been sold on Jared Goff. Like back when the Rams made the trade to go get him, I told anybody that would listen, it was a bad move, it was a bad pick, and it was not going to work out the way that the Rams wanted it to work out. Jared Goff was not what everybody thought he was going to be. Neither, for the record, was Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz, and and I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You've been watching the Eagles closer than I have just because I haven't been covering the NFC East, but I even back then said, it's not a talent issue with Carson. It's a play style issue, and quarterbacks that play the way he plays do not stay healthy in the NFL. And I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but it seems like a lot of what I said came true. Mm -hmm. So the question really is kind of like how value, how much value did the lions put on Jared Goff? Like 
if if the Lions love them some Jared Goff and they just think the Rams just didn't have the pieces around him or the right coaching, you know what I mean? Then like they could consider that another first round pick. It's like so sort of them like we basically got three first round picks and a third for for Matt Stafford. Whereas me, I'm looking at it I'm like you got two firsts, a third, and a fifth. Like that, that, you know what I mean? I don't want to be too disrespectful, but that's kind of how I'm looking at that. So if you're with the Washington football team, like when I look at this roster and I say, who's the equivalent of a Jared Goff? And there's going to be a little bit of an, of an acceleration to this evaluation because it's quarterback. I'm talking Matt Ioannidis. And before anybody gets angry, like I think Matt Ioannidis has a lot of value on this team. He's a very talented individual, a solid defensive player. So I know I just kind of bagged on Jared Goff, but understand you're talking quarterback versus defensive lineman. Right. Like, that's 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 an acceleration to that evaluation. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if if I found out, like, say I found out through the grapevine that Ron Rivera, Washington football team, could have traded Matt Ioannidis two firsts and a third for Matt Stafford pre-draft, I, I would have said, you do that deal. You make that deal. Now, the problem I have is then then you're giving up De'Ami Brown, I think, right? You know what I mean? And I, I like De'Ami Brown. Mm-hmm. I like his his potential. So I don't want to give up De'Ami Brown now that we have him. Right. Um, but if it's if it's anything above, I think Matt Nyanitis, then they that they think I think Washington made the right decision. Well, you know, here here's how I would weigh in. Obviously, this decision had to be made way before the draft, right? Because if you right. um and maybe you trade up and get De'Ami anyway, you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, but but also if you wait until um, the draft to, to to pull off a deal like this, to, and, and you get Stafford right, yeah. they know. I assume Detroit knows um, that you're kind of in a desperate situation, and they can take more advantage of you um, yeah. because you know you're desperate. You know because by that point you bypassed a veteran quarterback in free agency, presumably because you're trying to lock in on Stafford. And if I'm Detroit, then I'm like, well, okay. Now they didn't have a Jared Goff to again give them back. Uh, whatever you say about Goff, right? Uh, obviously, part of the reason why Los Angeles wanted out of the golf business was the horrible contract extension they gave him, which hadn't even started yet. Still got four more years. And then on top of that, obviously, they knew that golf would just, you know, obviously be rotting away on the bench because they were getting an upgrade. So. I think that hurt Washington not having a quarterback that was remotely attractive. Uh, you know, again, whatever you say about golf, and I agree with you on all of it, uh, that hurt them in terms of not having that chip to give back to uh, Detroit in a trade. Right. Um, and, and then on top of that, I would just, I would just say this. If you were asking for Chase Young, the conversation was over. If you were asking for Terry McLaurin, the conversation was over. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even though we're talking Matthew Stafford, I'm willing to give you draft picks, yeah. okay, because we don't know what draft picks are. I'm not willing to give you established young veterans. Now, you brought up Ionitis. I think that's a really interesting name because that was a name that I think we tossed around on this particular podcast was, well, you know, if it's if it's like Ioannidis and a first-round pick, you would do it. But yeah. if it's Ioannidis and two first-round picks and a third-round pick, I don't know if I would have been in that business. You know, now, now I granted, I, I would tell you, I'm often more conservative, and the idea of packaging a boatload of picks for a dude, even if a dude is established, even if a dude is a quarterback and a potential Hall of Famer, 
is too risky for me because you don't know if that guy is going to break an ankle. You don't know like what happened with Alex Smith, right? They packaged yeah. a third round pick, gave him a massive contract extension and Kendall Fuller thinking, Oh, we have our quarterback. In the Well, okay. That didn't last very long. So, you know, I mean, all of these things kind of, and it'll be the same thing if they go after Aaron Rodgers this off season, David, they're mm-hmm. going to, you know, get, I mean, if things don't work out this year for the team, Fitzpatrick, whatever, you know, they're looking at potentially trading two first round picks and maybe another player and maybe another pick for Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the greatest of all time, but he's also going to be 40, 40, <laughs> right? Yeah. That's a lot to give up in a trade. I would not have given more than Ionitis in a first round pick tops just to yeah. use kind of like your barometer. Uh, I would not have given Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Allen, maybe, maybe, maybe Deron Payne, if that's what we were talking about. Yeah, maybe, maybe Deron Payne. Like maybe you, you kind of threaten like anything above Ionitis, you're not getting them. And then they're like, well, what about Payne? You're like, ah, you're twisting my arm, buddy. Yeah. Give me that third rounder back and I'll give you a pay. Right. You know what I mean? Like type of thing. And also you look at it, I mean, because the Rams didn't have a 2021 first to give Detroit. So maybe that's why you get the third round kicker in there in 2021. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe originally it was going to be two first round picks. And I almost kind of wonder, like we, we had this conversation too. Like if you trade a 2021 first round pick, no, you don't have Jamin Davis. And that changes the landscape of your draft. You're probably going linebacker in the second round. It's that, you know, the, the butterfly effect, but let's say, let's say you're giving up a first round pick in 2021 and then a third in 2022 and a third in 2023 and, and Matt Ionizer or, or Deron Payne. That's a little bit easier to swallow. Now you don't get you don't have your current first round pick, but again, I think that's why LA ends up giving up two first round picks is because they're basically their their interest payments because they're later. You know, Detroit like this year alone, Detroit's not playing with that first round pick that they're they're giving up their quarterback for. And in essence, right when you look at it from Washington's standpoint, were you going to get a quarterback at the 17th overall pick better than Matthew Stafford this year? No, absolutely not. And honestly, Matthew Stafford. And, and health is always part of the equation, right? But a healthy Matthew Stafford or a healthy Jamin Davis, which one was going to help your team better? I mean, a healthy Matt, Matt Stafford is going to help your team more than a healthy Jamin Davis. Now, that's 2021. And, and and again, and we can what if this thing to death. You know, Marvel can make all the what if cartoons they want about it. Um, that's why these conversations, one, happen, and two, are never, right. like, there is no right or wrong answer unless you're saying, no, I give Chase Young, Terry McLaurin, uh, you know, Taylor Heineke and a first round draft. Pick. Well, well, now you're wrong. Like, well, what if I say this? Does Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jamin Davis, and Matt Ioannidis help you more than Matthew Stafford in 2021? That is a good way of looking at it. Yes. I, you know what? I would rather have those three. I would, I would too. I mean, I love Matt, Matt Stafford, but I'd rather I, have those three. I'm a huge Matt Stafford fan, but I like the way you just, you just, that is. Very clever, Mr. Russell. Because that ultimately is, you know, I mean, mean, obviously we're speculating on who the core player was. You know, would would you consider Matt Ioannidis a core player? Yeah, I would. But I don't Mm -hmm. know if that's the core player Detroit wanted to make that deal. You know, I think Ron is very okay with trading first round picks, less than okay with trading core established veterans. I could be wrong on that, though. I believe you. All right. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto and rockauto.com. Of course, you guys know with increasing numbers of makes and models, it's impossible for a local chain auto parts superstore to stock all the parts you need. Plus, if they stock them, they're going to charge you extra for them. 
just like a dealership, they're going to charge you a lot in labor. They're going to charge you a lot in parts. There's always an issue. So why have any of those issues? Why have any of those challenges? When you can go to our friends at rockauto.com. And you don't even have to go anywhere. That's the best part. You can just stay right in your humble abode, wherever you might be, and go to rockauto.com. And you're going to save I don't know, 20%, 15%, 50%, depending on what you need and what you have to get, whether it's vanity, whether it's something important like a fuel pump, uh, whatever you might need, rockauto.com is going to be able to get it for you. Why? Because they're a family business serving do-it-yourselfers like you for over 20 years. Here's what we want you to do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car truck, right? Locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever, 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 ever need at rockauto.com. Today's episode also brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar to you? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Second three here at the Locked on Washington football team podcast. David Harrison, Chris Russell on Twitter at DHarrison82 at WrestleMania621, the show at Locks WFT Pod. And Chris mentioned it before segment one. Just like we love ending a lot of our episodes, we've got another Washington football team fan with a take or a question. So let's listen in now to this caller. Hey, Chris. Hey, David. Uh, this is AW uh, out of Northwest Florida, a displaced Southern Mailander, Mailander uh, longtime, lifetime uh, Washington football team fan. Long-time listener, first-time caller, um, I just have to say I, I so appreciate you guys and your most sober take on everything WFT. I, I consume a lot of content, but I like the fact that you guys boil everything down, you know, within a half an hour. Uh, it's very informative, um, and I appreciate the uh, dynamic of you two playing back and forth. I would like to see um, a little more devil's advocacy on behalf of one or the other, because you guys are so dialed in and in step with one another. Uh, just other um, popular uh, angles that you may not hold, but just to kind of hear that back and forth. Um, I have a couple things that I want to mention. Uh, number one, um, I am excited about the program and the direction under Ron Rivera. I really, he's got me feeling like this is Gibbs 3.0, simply because of the character and chemistry and culture um, kind of take as opposed to the uh, uh, reckless spending uh, that we've seen in years past. So that, that's number one. I think that's going to really reinvigorate our fan base, which I'm excited about because of uh, Andrews Air Force Base and Eglin Air Force Base down here. There are a lot of Washington football uh, uh, team fans, um, and I think it's because of the years of success, which I, I do believe is coming back. Uh, and uh, – with that being said, also, this coming season, I'm a little concerned that, um, and again, that's why I appreciate you all sobriety, uh, the fans that are real high or real low, I think that we're going to have an honest assessment of where we are just based on the level of competition that we're, we're playing this year as a first-place team. 
uh, we're going to play well and do well, I'm not as convinced that our record's going to reflect that. And I think that's part of this ranking issue. You know, just where you place in terms of uh, wins and losses doesn't tell the whole picture. And then lastly, uh, and this is I'm late to the game, pardon the pun, but as far as the name of the team, and I know this isn't something that's been discussed, but in the back of my mind I've always considered, why not the Washington All-Skins? Uh, we could still have the nickname Skins, and we could use the American flag as the emblem with different varying shades of skin color. Uh, you know, it would be all-inclusive, obviously, and kind of a nod to the military just with the fact the, the, of the U.S. flag. Uh, but I, that's almost a joke. I get it, but I just had to share it again. Um, you guys keep on doing what you're doing. We really enjoy it and appreciate it. Now, I hope you guys have a great Labor Day weekend. Peace. All right. Thank you very much, A.W. Appreciate the kind words uh, and the support and glad uh, you liked the show. And, and David, as we were kind of chatting uh, back and forth uh, during that voicemail, um, you know, sometimes we do agree a, a lot, but actually this is perfect timing because we kind of disagreed on the Curtis Samuel thing and we had a good back and forth debate on the whole Lion Stafford and what we would have traded things. So this was perfect timing. Absolutely. And, and listen, um, I totally get that. You know what I mean? Here's, here's what I'll say. Cause we've, we've actually gotten that comment before it locked on bucks as well. James uh, and I, we, we tend to get along. We, we tend, to, it was not so much get along or not, but we tend to agree on, on quite a few things. And, and I mean, I, I like the same great minds thing alike, you know what I mean? But I get it. It's a little bit more entertaining when it's, you know, what are you talking about? What do you mean? All this, here's what I'll tell you. Cause I had, we, before I joined the lockdown network, I was part of another podcast and it was, it was attached to a writing outlet that I was on. And my, my manager, my senior editor, whatever you want to call it at there literally told us it was James and I still on that show, just different show. He said, I want you guys arguing on every episode mm. and I'll tell the listeners what I told him. I'm not a good actor. Okay. And and some of these guys, like some of these, some of these guys you see on TV, like your Stephen A's and, and your Shannon Sharps and, and all that stuff. Like I'm sure some of those disagreements and arguments are genuine and they actually do see it differently. But some right. of those, and I'm not going to put a number on it, but some of those are just for the aesthetics of the show. This is what the show is supposed to be. This was going to be, and I give kudos to them. Okay. Because I like, if, if we were going to have a conversation of do we think Ryan Fitzpatrick can be a good quarterback for this team? And you and I both behind the scenes are like, yes, we both like, him. we both think he can be good, but one of us has to take the negative Chris. It's going to be you. Cause I can't do that. Like, trust me, if you guys hear me fake arguing a point, you're going to notice. <laughs> so that's, that's the best thing I can give you is when we disagree, it will, be, it will be authentic at least, you know what I mean? At least. Right. Um, so that's something that I guess you can, you can hang your hat on. Here's what I will say, though. If you guys have a take, like if you hear us agree and you disagree, by all means, call in with your disagreeing yes. take. We're not going to discount you. We're not going to insult you. And what I do enjoy doing is say, okay, let me see where you're coming from. Empathy, right? I like seeing where other people mm -hmm. are coming from. So drop in your take. Drop in how you feel about a certain topic. And I have nothing, absolutely nothing against say, okay, you know, A.W. from Florida disagrees and think that Ryan Fitzpatrick is not going to be a good quarterback for a, B, and C reasons. Um, as long as you come at us, you know, with good read, don't come out and say, well, his beard sucks. Well, that's, that's not really indicative of good quarterback play. Um, but if you guys have a different take, by all means, we're, we're, we're more than open for it. But, um, right. but I would just point out that his beard doesn't suck no, and, and, and his chest hair is low. <laughs> I, I would just point that out. No, I, I agree with you. Uh, wait, we're supposed to fight each other. I don't dis I don't agree with you. Uh, no, you guys should call the voicemail. Obviously, that's your best way. Like if you want to uh, have a different opinion or a different spin than, than us, 
Uh, and, and that's cool. I mean, sometimes we're going to agree. Sometimes we're a lot of, I, I, a lot of times we're going to agree. Sometimes we're going uh, to disagree about the, um, the whole Washington all skins thing. I mean, look, I, I think AW is trying to get creative here. I like there's, like there's no way they can leave skins in any sort of a new name. It's just too much of a connection to the old name. So no matter what precedes it, David, there's no chance, yeah. I, I, you know, and, and because that's part of, you know, skins, part of the old name. And people would be like, oh, OK, well, why didn't you just name them the blue skins or something like that? Right. I mean, I get where you're coming from, A.W., and I, I appreciate the creativity. And the, you know, well, what's the problem with the current name? Okay, how do we fix that problem instead of going completely different direction? I get where you're coming from, and I, and I like that that mindset. But I would also, you know, I, I think the team is just going against anything skin-related. And honestly, in today's society and, and everything else, it, it seems to be the best thing. Because, again, we, we you know, and, and I'm not going to get into a total debate on politics and everything else with people, but we also live in an environment right now because of the way certain things are being leveraged and everything else the phrase all lives matter is it, it's insightful to, to a certain part of our society right now mm-hmm. versus another. And in theory, right. And like in, in the general, if you take everything else away from those words, the words all lives matter should be an encouraging, uplifting message. Right. But in today's societal platform and, and in culture, it's just, it's one of those things that's become part of this at odds uh, debate amongst uh, parts of our population. So Again, best for, you know, the team just kind of stay away from racially, you know, motivated, even if you're trying to be all inclusive, even that has its own pitfalls. Absolutely. No doubt about it. And we both agree not to double agree uh, that Ron Rivera obviously has this program going in the right direction. Now, that being said. You got to win. You got to win a minimum of eight games this year for it not to be considered not a disaster, but for it you know, to be considered like, uh, you know, a, a, a stable operation. That's all I want. Progress, a little bit of progress and a stable operation so that we're not bottoming out at three or four wins and there's all sorts of dysfunction and tire fires, but plenty of time to discuss that. All right. Betting on the Washington football team. And as we speak, they are slight dogs entering week one doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcast. If you want to be like AW, just fire up the voicemail line, keep it in, dial it up, lock it in. 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577 or lockedwftpod at gmail.com. That's lockedwftpod at gmail.com that's going to do it for us on this edition back from the labor day weekend uh david will have a crossover edition coming up uh soon just stay tuned for that we'll be back together previewing week one against the chargers so stay with us and of course we'll have our instant reaction after sunday's game from fedex field thanks so much for joining us again today i'm chris russell catch me at pete medhurst on the team 980 and the odyssey app that is the washington football team's flagship station 
along with David Harrison, who is writing about everything involving your Washington football team at SI.com slash NFL slash Washington football. We appreciate you dropping in, listening, spending part of your day with us, downloading and spreading the good word. We are free and available on all platforms, guys. Something very important to keep in mind. You do not have to pay a dime to listen to the Washington football team podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.